This is Elites Radio, offering you a helping hand in your journey towards the fullness of life. Elites Global Community welcomes you here. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We're so glad that you're tuning in. Bear with us and be blessed. Every person in the world desires for the sense of fulfillment. Many people have achieved great things in the world, such as having luxurious homes, cars, clothes, positions, wealth, and many others, yet they ended up without the sense of fulfillment. On the other hand, a great number of people have experienced the sense of fulfillment without the luxury of material things. Sense of fulfillment is not achieved by having material things, but it is only achieved by living with the fullness of life that Christ promised. This time, we will learn about the works of darkness which had influenced a lot of people and trapped them instead of living towards the fullness of life. These are self-idolatry and self-centeredness. Primarily, we will learn about self-idolatry. Self-idolatry is living under the authority of the God of the self, which is evident in doing what the person wants instead of living by the will of God. According to GodQuestions.org, all the various forms of modern idolatry have one thing at their core self we no longer bow down to idols and images instead we worship at the altar of the god of self this brand of modern idolatry takes in various forms these ideas were taken from godquestions.org I would like to share this with you because I know as I read this, I have learned so much. So this time, let me share to you this concepts, ideas, and information which I took from gutquestions.org. Number one, we worship at the altar of materialism which feeds our need to build our egos through the acquisition of more stuff. Our homes are filled with all manner of possessions. We built bigger and bigger houses with more closets and storage space in order to house all the things we buy, much of which we haven't even paid for yet. Most of our stuff has planned obsolescence built into it making it useless in no time and so we consign consign it to the garbage or other storage space even the garage then we rush out to buy the newest item garment and gadget and the whole process starts over this insatiable desire for more 
better and newer stuff is nothing more than covetousness. The Ten Commandments tells us that not to fall victim to the to coveting. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not covet your neighbor's house or his man servant, maid servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Exodus 20:17. God doesn't just want to reign on our buying sprees. He knows we will never be happy indulging our material des- materialistic desires because it is Satan's trap to keep our focus on ourselves and not on Him. Second, the worship at the altar of our pride and ego. This often takes the form of obsession with careers and jobs. Millions of men and increasingly more women spend 60 to 80 hours a week working, even on the weekends and during vacations. Our laptops are humming and our minds are whirling with thoughts of how to make our businesses more successful, how to get that promotion, how to get that next raise, how to close that next deal. In the meantime, our children are starving for attention and love. We fool ourselves into thinking. We are doing it for them, to give them a better life. But the truth is way we are doing it for ourselves. To increase our self-esteem by appearing more successful in the eyes of the world. This is fully. All our labors and accomplishments will be of no use to us after we die. Nor will the admiration of the world because these things have no eternal value. As King Solomon put it, For a man may do his work with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and then he must leave all he owns to someone who has not worked for it. This too is meaningless and a great misfortune. What does a man get from all the toil and anxious striving with which he labors under the sun? All his days... His work is painful in grief, and even at night his mind does not rest. This too is meaningless. Ecclesiastes 2 verses 21 to 23. The third, we idolize mankind through naturalism and the power of science. We cling to the illusion that we are lords of our world and build our self-esteem to God-like proportions. We reject God's word and his description of how he created the heavens and the earth. And we accept the nonsense, atheistic evolution and naturalism. We embrace the goddess of environmentalism and fool ourselves into thinking we can preserve the earth indefinitely when God has declared that this current age will have an end. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire in the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? 
You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God in Spirit's coming, that they will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with His promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. This was stated in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 to 13. As this passage states, our focus should not be on worshiping the environment, but on living holy lives as we wait eagerly to the return of our Lord and Savior, He alone deserves worship. Finally, number four, and perhaps most destructively, we worship at the altar of self-aggrandizement or the fulfillment to, of the self to the exclusion of all others and their needs and desires. This manifests itself in self-indulgence through alcohol, drugs, and food. Those in affluent countries time high even among children those in affluent countries have unlimited access to alcohol drugs prescription drug use is at an all-time high even among children and food obesity rates in the u.s have skyrocketed and children diabetes or childhood diabetes brought on by overeating is epidemic. The self-control so we so desperately need is spurned in our insatiable desire to eat, drink, and medicate more and more. We resist any effort to get us to curb our appetites, and we are determined to make ourselves the God of our lives. This has its origin in the Garden of Eden, where Satan tempted Eve to eat of the tree with the words, you will be like God. And this has been man's desire ever since to be God. And as we have seen, the worship of self is the basis of all modern idolatry. Secondly, another relevant concept of to self-idolatry is self-centeredness. Hudman defined it this way. Self-centeredness is immoderate concern with one's own interest and well-being, self-love and egotism. The Bible tells us people who are self-centered aren't able to please God. Self-centeredness is a sin because it leads to being devoted to self to self-gratification and overlooking other people's needs. Self-centeredness and self-love are totally antithetical to the teachings of Scripture. Furthermore, he stated that looking out for our own interest is natural. In fact, Jesus uses our innate self-interest as a basis for gauging our love for others. Love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, in the same way that we, that you naturally love yourself, learn to love others. Our universe should be other-centric and not self-centric. As Paul puts it, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, 
in humility value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but it's a view to the interest of others. Philippians 2 verses 3 to 4. This command leaves no room for self-centeredness. When we were self-centered, the sinful passions aroused through the law were at work in all the parts of our body, so that we bore fruit for death. Romans 7.5 The NIV translates self-centered as in the realm of the flesh. By being self-centered or yielding towards sinful nature or fleshly natures, we are bearing fruit that results in death. It is ironic that putting oneself first leads to destruction of oneself. Being focused on oneself usurps the biblical commands to love and care for our neighbors, to not pass judgment on others, to bear others' burdens, and to be kind and forgiving. Be self-centered as directly opposed to the, to the clear command, no one should seek their own good but the good of others. 1 Corinthians 10.24 There are many other similar commands calling for selfless sacrifice and service to others. Every act of self-love is rebellion against the authority of God. Self-centeredness is rooted in one's fleshly desire to please self more than God. In essence, it is the act of supplanting God's authority with one's own ego. Jesus strikes at the very heart of the sin of self-centeredness. with this unequivocal declaration whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me to deny oneself means letting go the material things used to gratify self to deny self is to let go of the selfish desires and earthly security and focus instead on the interest of God The mindset of he with the most toys wins is seen for the fallacy it is. Denying its oneself turns us from self-centeredness to God-centeredness. Self is no longer in charge. God is. Christ rules our hearts. We all have a tendency towards self-centeredness. But though we are still in the flesh, believers in Christ have God's spirit residing within. The question is, which will we allow to have control of our lives, the flesh or the spirit? 1 John 2.16 states that, For all that it is in the world, that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the, of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Since we discussed that self-centeredness and self-idolatry are yielding to the desire of the flesh or the sinful nature. See, so based on this truth, we can say that it is not of the Father because it is rooted to these three channels of sins, namely the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. In conclusion, we will say self-centeredness and self-idolatry are works of darkness. That we need to reject in all its forms because by living by its passions and desires we will be led to destruction 
and we will never be or we will never find fulfillment that's all for now thank you for listening as this episode ends LA's global community reminds you of this truth now all has been heard Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of men. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verses 13 to 14 in the New International Version. The Lord will send blessings on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. Since you have decided to follow Jesus Christ, keep on following Him faithfully and say, No turning back. To God be all the glory forever and ever.